episode of Seek the Joy podcast. Um, Happy Friday, happy whatever day it is that you are listening to this. Um, So I want to share a story. I want to share something that happened to me tonight that was super powerful for me, super impactful. um, And I literally couldn't get home fast enough to like sit down with my microphone and my computer and like tell you all about this. So, so I went to yoga tonight and I don't usually go to this class. I haven't been in such a long time, but I randomly this afternoon felt compelled to go. And so I'm learning to trust like these urges or these feelings of like to go and do something or not to go and do something. So I trust it and I go and I went with my dad. We went to yoga and We get to the studio and we check in and there was a class in the room before us. So we're waiting for the class to get out. We're sort of in this um, waiting room style area. It's like the hallway, like outside the, the class. And this woman comes in and she's standing behind me and my dad says hello and I, I don't know her. And she says, oh, is this your, is this your daughter? And he said, oh yeah, this is my daughter, Sydney. And, and so I introduced myself to her and she introduced herself to me and she said, oh, are you the oldest? And I said, I am. Yeah. And she says, oh, so you're the lawyer. And I said, yeah, but not practicing. Like I, I, so weird that I even had to qualify it that way. Cause like, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. And so she said something like, oh, that's okay. I mean, I feel like it's kind of natural. All lawyers go through that where they're either practicing or they're not, or, but I also think that's like totally normal of any profession. And I, and I agreed and we were talking and, um, I started telling her about the podcast and I started telling her about what I do and how much I love it and the other work that I'm doing and the projects that I'm working on. And, and then I said something like, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of like, doing all this while I'm figuring out what the hell it is I'm going to do. And she looks at me and she goes, can I, can I say that another way for you? And I said, sure. And she said, this is what you're doing. So instead of saying, this is what I'm doing to get to what it is that I'm doing, or this is what I'm doing while I'm figuring out what it is that I'm doing, just this is what I'm doing. And I looked at her and I could start to feel like tears coming. Do you know that feeling? I know you know that feeling, but where it's like all of a sudden you feel the emotions start to build up in your face and kind of behind your eyes. And the next thing you know, you're like hysterically crying. And so I'm holding it in. I'm not very good at holding in my tears. Um, I'm not good at holding in any emotion to be like a hundred percent honest with you. And so I said, Oh, Wow yeah. And she said, try it. And so I said, this is what I'm doing. And she said, see, like there's a real difference. And I look at her and she's staring like deep into my eyes. I don't know. I'm sure you've had that experience with someone before where they're like, you feel like they're staring like almost into your soul. And I feel the emotion. It's getting more intense. And I look over to my right where my dad was standing and he's, he has this kind of smile on his face. And I said, she's going to make me cry. And next thing you know, in this waiting area with like 25, 30 people waiting to get into the studio, like into the room for class, Sydney just starts hysterically 
crying. Like, and I don't mean like, like a little tear came down. No, no, no. It was like a ugly cry. Like, you know, that meme or whatever of Kim Kardashian, like our ugly crying, like that was like low key what I look like. And so I'm like crying. And she said, it's okay. Like you're crying because this is your truth. And she put her hand like on my heart, like, like, um, like around where your heart center is in your chest. And she said, this is your truth. You need to stand in your power and own your truth. And I said, you're right. She said, this is what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's exactly what you are supposed to be doing. She said, I'm trying to remember exactly what she said because it was so beautiful and it was so powerful. It was one of those moments where I wish I just walked around like recording people, which I know you can't do and like don't do it, but because it's against the law. But I literally like wish I had like I was because what she said was like out of this world. But she said something to me along the lines of like, no matter what anyone else thinks, no matter what society thinks, no matter their judgment, whatever the case might be, no matter if you're supporting yourself or someone else is helping to support you, it doesn't matter. It's nobody else's business, but your own. So own your power and own your truth. And here I am, I'm crying, like still, I'm like hysterically crying. And um, I thanked her because I needed to hear that, but I thanked her because I think a lot of people would have just said, oh, that's awesome that you're, this is what you're doing. But she had enough, um, insight. And I also think it's a level of courage and awareness too, to say, let's rephrase this. Cause that's not true. This is just what you're doing. So this made me think of a couple of different things that I really want to share. The first being never underestimate the power of standing in your truth. If you think about it this way, and it's exactly what she shared, but there's a huge difference between this is what I'm doing while I'm just trying to figure out what else, you know, what my path is, where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do, where I'm going to live, how I'm going to support myself, whatever, versus this is what I'm doing and being good with it and being okay with it and being comfortable with it no matter what it looks like there's a different sense of power and there's a different sense of self-worth that comes with the two statements and literally like I wish you could have seen my face I between besides the crying it was kind of like a light bulb just went off And so I talk about all the time on this podcast about how it's important to stand in your truth and be your authentic self and stay true to who you are and what you want. But what I'm realizing more and more, and tonight really, like when I mean like I really realize this, like I really, really, really realize this, we often qualify that truth. We often qualify what it means to stand in our truth and stand in our power. And so when you tune in for yourself into the differences between those two phrases that, I, that I've shared probably like eight times now, but there's a huge difference between the two. And tonight was just a huge, huge, huge lesson for me in standing in my truth and owning it and not qualifying it and not qualifying my authentic truth to soften the anticipated blow because that's another element of it that I'm literally uncovering as I'm talking, which tends to happen to me all the time. But I realize that pretty often 
if not all the time, I qualify my truth because I'm anticipating somebody else's judgment. I am anticipating what somebody else is going to think about me and think about my truth. Are they going to like it? Are they going to accept it? Are they going to be judgmental? Are they going to criticize it? And so I qualify it as a way to soften the blow, as a way to soften the impact so that it doesn't hurt me as much. And so this got me thinking, why is there a part of me that one, is even anticipating this? And two, why is there a part of me that feels the need to soften this blow to begin with? Is it, does it come from an ego space? Is it a subconscious thing? Is it from years of people being judgmental and critical of me or me observing other people being judgmental and critical of others? I think there's so much more to unpack here and so much more that I need to really think about and probably spend some time journaling about, but I challenge you to think about what areas in your life are you qualifying your truth? What areas in your life are you qualifying that truth, qualifying your authentic voice, qualifying what feels good to you, qualifying what makes you happy so that it will soften the blow of the impact of somebody else's criticism, so that it will soften the blow of the impact of somebody else's judgment. It's really something fascinating to think about when you spend some time. I haven't, I haven't uncovered the answer. I think it might just be as simple as it really sucks to be judged and it really sucks to be criticized. And so if we can protect ourselves against it, like my whole life, that's what I've done is I've done everything I could to protect myself. And so how funny in many ways, that I'm doing something that to others seem different and unconventional and following my own path and creating my own path. But I need to stop qualifying my truth. You need to stop qualifying your truth. So I challenge you to think about it. And if you think about it and you spend some time and you want to share, um, what comes through for you, I would love, I would love to hear it. I would love to know, what your experiences are with all of this. So I guess my closing thought, well, it's twofold. One, I've already said this before, but really never underestimate the power of standing in your truth and knowing your truth and receiving your truth. So after she told me this, she put her hand um, on my heart and she said, the emotion is coming forward because this is your truth. You are recognizing deep within you what your truth is and you need to hold on to that and you need to celebrate that and you need to let that fully be who you are. Do not deny it. And then you know the tears like intensified because it's just me and I I feel like for anybody it would. And then um, I gave her a hug because I was so grateful. I was so so grateful just for everything that she said and everything that she she shared and so that also reminded me which this will officially now be my closing thought teachers in our lives show up when we least expect them to and teachers show up when we need them the most and oftentimes those teachers look a lot different than what we might have expected right Or they just kind of come out of nowhere and we're like, whoa, this person just inspired me, enlightened me, taught me something, whatever it might be. So 
Be open to the teachers in your life. Be open to hearing them and receiving them and be open to just learning and growing even if it's in the most unexpected ways in the waiting area at yoga when you're just you just thought you were showing up for a class um and so it's very clear to me that I was supposed to go tonight because I was supposed to meet her and I was supposed to hear this from her and I was supposed to spend a little bit of time doing a little bit of inner work inner digging um to uncover this layer for myself and to really own and feel that truth in my body. So I had to share it. I just had to, I had to hop on the microphone. I had to tell you this, um, because I know it's going to resonate with somebody else, even if it's just one person. Okay. That's it. I, I really think that's all I had to say. I'm like picking my brain as I'm sitting here. Um, yeah, that's it. Anyway, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Um, I just couldn't wait to share. I think it's really important that when you have moments like this in your life that you share them because I know this is going to resonate with someone else, even if it's just one person. Anyway, um, have a wonderful weekend. Um, we have a new episode on Tuesday, which I'm really excited about. Um, don't forget if you are enjoying this podcast, uh, to leave us a rating and review, uh, wherever it is, honestly, that you listen to podcasts. And when you rate and review us, send me a screenshot, um, to Sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com so I can A, say thank you, B, get to know you a little bit, and C, send you some goodies to like really say thank you. Also, don't forget, Seek the Joy bracelets are now live on the website. Um, super excited about those. Thank you to everyone who has gotten one and has sent me pictures of like you rocking the bracelet. Like makes my whole freaking day. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I'm going to bed. It's like 1230 in the morning, which is like super way, 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 way past my bedtime. I'm not, I'm not a nighttime person. I'm a morning person. So when my body naturally wakes up at six o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be tired. Um, okay. I'm going to stop talking. I'm done. Um, I love you guys. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this and I will see you on Tuesday for a brand new episode. Have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.